Beans, rice, Jesus Christ, we're back. That's for all the TikTokers <laughs> out there. And my friend Byron. Welcome back to another episode of Water Hockey presented to you by the Hockey Podcast Network and supported by DraftKings. As always, you know the drill. Head over to the DraftKings app today. Pop in code THPN to get started in on all of the action right away. And most importantly, make sure to head over to Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and follow us at Water Hockey across the board because no one has trademarked that name besides us. As always, my name is Fink, and I am happily, excitedly joined by the Angels, Patrick, Patty, and Jason, Jason. Oh, first. And if, it feels, it just feels like it's been forever since we've played played a round of, of catch up. So I, I don't know. We've apparently Patrick swore to a, a, a vow of silence during this moment. Um, I'll, I don't know. I'll break. I'll break. Oh that boy. Oh god. Quick because. Oh god. I'm not going to go into how much of a bitch Lincoln Riley is. Woo! I'm not going to go into that. That's all I'll say. What I will say is if my uh, if my bet on next head coach goes through, going to net me a cool like 120 bucks. We'll oh, you go with Jimmy uh, Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> He's to hit him Troy Aikman. I went with Brent Venables at plus seven fifty, and okay. fingers crossed. That's a fun name. There's a lot of smoke, which usually indicates there's fire. Right. So, well, I mean, it's not uh, going to be Brian. It's not going to be Brian Kelly. It's not going to be Brian Kelly, and it's not going to be Lincoln Riley. It so. could be Ed Bergeron. Go, go Sooners. Go Sooners. Go Sooners. You know You all got any Marlboro lights? Could it will be. not be any of those three. I can personally guarantee that. I'm hoping it's Brent Venables, but you not know, Coach Bro. Not Coach Bro. That's a God damn it, Jason. I said I wasn't going to go into it. That <laughs> oh, coach, boy. oh boy. The timing of the Coach Bro tweet is such an obvious. Hey, Adam Schefter, you shill. Throw this story <laughs> out there. My agent wants to get me some money. It's this, it's not this, even. Is... It's so blatant. Like. Any and the I think the odds on uh, a certain gambling website, which I won't name, all were like plus one thousand for Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, and it's like you can just okay. take that hundred dollars you're gonna bet and just pass it my way because end results the same. So yeah, there's no hundred dollars. Yeah, nine thousand. So yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Fuck Lincoln Riley. Mm. Um, we are being hit hard in the transfer portal. I didn't want to go into this. I'm sorry. It's okay. This Spencer is not Rattler's an OE football out, I don't, I don't think. I don't think that's a big loss for you guys. Even I know that. <sighs> uh, you know, the whatever you want to call him, he, uh, he, is a, he is a snake. He is a snake. So fitting last name. Guy looks like an albino rattlesnake. And so I'm not having I do, I do have one more thing to say. And that is that Bob Stoops is a god amongst men. And I think we already have a statue of him at OU. And I think they need a second one because yes. he is. I don't even know the right metaphor to describe how important he is stepping in because we're going to have like six coaches available for the bowl game. But oh, but I love that man more than I thought humanly possible. <laughs> 
Well, that's our uh, that's our OU football segment. Uh, before we jumped on yesterday, Patrick said he vowed uh, a, a vow of silence. He he was promising a vow of silence, but it has been broken. Thankfully, we are we are glad for it. That was before Bob gave the press conference. Yeah, old Bob Stoops made, made me want to run through a fucking wall with Lincoln Riley is an OU football. You are. Oof, oof. Dude, let's let's uh let's change this up, man. How was your Thanksgiving? Yeah, how was your Thanksgiving? By the way, this is our first show. We we took a break over Thanksgiving break, oh which we, we we commented on a little bit. We have been going almost a year straight strong with bringing you guys content. And it was just, you know what? I feel like we all just made an executive decision after that last episode. I could tell we were all pretty gassed. Uh, the team was not playing completely up to snuff like they are now, which we will definitely be going into uh, but we just needed a little something, so we took the uh, Thanksgiving week off. So yeah, Patrick, how was Thanksgiving? How was the trip to fan? It was good. Did a uh, really usually we drink a lot more than we did, Respect. but I think uh, just work just and everything. In. No, not even too. that. I think it's just work had us tired. Even though I took Tuesday and Wednesday off last minute, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Love that. But we went over to my brother-in-law's house and then family friend's house uh, afterwards. So two meals within like three hours of each other, which is always tough. Had the itis like immediately. Sleepy, sleepy. Yeah, but it was good. It was nice to uh, to not do anything. The weekend wasn't great, but you know that's all right. Yeah, well, we 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 went over that, so that's good. Well, Jason, you're a man of the people. Uh, for those that don't know, Jason is a servant of his community. Uh, which we don't need to go into anymore. We've already gone into it once. So, but how was your Thanksgiving? How was your week- long weekend? Did, you didn't get a long weekend. You you were uh, serving no. the people. I no, I did. I, I okay. I did. I oh good. It started a little later on Wednesday than I would have liked, but whatever. Mm, you know, had to uh, close down the rec center uh, Wednesday night. So fortunately, I had to brine my turkey Wednesday morning before I got in. Oh, he's a briner. Oh, you were on yeah. turkey oh. duty. He's a oh yeah, you got damn right, bro. Oof, love that. It's not the only thing smoking on Thanksgiving, you know. What I mean? Hey, oh, chimneys, <laughs> right? A little fire. Uh, no, so yeah, Images. so I, I smoked a turkey uh, for a few hours at my oh, casa, and then we let that thing uh, rest for a bit. Then we took it over to my parents' house. We love had that. a nice little deep fryer going, and then we fried that bitch up for the rest of it, and it <laughs> nice. was amazing chef's kiss uh like i said i think we talked well when we talked about this last week uh i told you guys but yeah it's like our third year doing it it's it's a great it's a great way to cook a turkey i'm fully on board with it now love that i'm all about that so it sounds like you had a good uh extended break i mean same here turkey my dad deep fries turkeys for a bunch of family friends so went over there had a couple of couple of brewskis took it pretty easy the Wednesday night before. Uh, went to the Stars game this past Friday uh, when they uh, took out the Colorado Avalanche. They continue to serve as their uh, parental guidance uh, <laughs> after the, the, the shellacking that they gave them in the uh, bubble playoffs. Uh, but they didn't have McKinnon either way. Uh, like I said, the Stars are on an absolute tear right now. We'll be going into that here in a little bit. I, I was very fortunate. I uh, Papa got a brand new bag. Uh, from our friends over at Conway and Banks, they had an insanely killer uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday deal uh, that just wrapped up yesterday. 
and uh, it is it is official. I am part of the Conway and Banks family now, uh, and it's mostly that? because my favorite part of the Conway and Banks bag is the moisture absorbing foot pads that Jason always preaches about. Uh, so yeah, uh, Conway and Banks, I'm super excited. They were uh, they were pumped when I was like, it's finally happening. Uh, it's really happening. So just a great weekend all around. Had a friendsgiving with some coworkers. Just so, it was so choice, so choice. I have one thing to add on the hockey equipment front. Oh, okay. Yes. Tell us more. I am one step closer to getting on the ice because I have my very first big boy hockey stick provided to me free of charge by none other than Jeffrey Finkelton. Thank you. I am so excited. Yeah. So excited. I was, I brought the stick with me to the the skate. We had a, uh, a skate from a group that shall not be named because the first rule of it is to not speak of it. But yet here we are speaking of it. Fink. Well, yeah, but you know what? There wasn't a title to it, so it's fine. People, a lot of people probably haven't seen that movie. Uh, but yeah, I brought it because I wanted to see if like I could actually play with it. It was given to me. It was my. It was given to me as my very first hockey stick. And for those that skate, they play beer league. Uh, hockey sticks. Uncut are supposed to go up to around your chin and your nose, um, depending on how tall you are off of skates. Uh, that way you can play with it comfortably on skates and it just kind of lines up that way. So uh, this one was a tad bit under, but Patrick was the perfect size. It has the perfect flex for him, uh, which is supposed to be half of your body weight. Technically, again, that's a preference, but, you know, hey, we're teaching here. This is a teaching and learning experience for everybody. Uh, but yeah, so it was like I was there, he was there, the stick was there, and I was like, I don't need this stick. I have other sticks that are bigger that would hold my my fat, obtuse body. I was like, I should just give this to Patrick. <laughs> and so I was like, in the moment, I was like, here you go. Early Thanksgiving, Baba Booey. Uh, so yeah. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. I was very thankful for it. I cannot wait to see you on the ice with it. Just ripping wristers, just dirty freaking dangles. It's gonna be it's gonna be beautiful. No thanks to AJ. Ooh. Sorry. Yikes! Yacha McGouch, I can't wait to get a text about that. <laughs> yeah, love it. We're gonna hear about that. Although it was Absolutely. in AJ's defense, Fink, I think it was your fault, or at least he uh, he. Oh, he more than likely blamed it on me for texting. Yeah, he did. Too late. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, <laughs> that's, that sounds about yeah. right. Yeah, well, he probably just... took all his stuff to work though, and just like left from work to to the yeah, room. I think, uh, yeah, wherever he was, he was 20 minutes from his house when I said, hey, just a heads Ooh. up, Patrick's going to be there this evening if you want to bring the gear for him. Uh, and he was like, I legitimately am 20, 20 minutes away from my house towards my destination, and uh, I'm already running a tad bit behind. So He's uh, like, Patrick, just, fuck that guy. I'm not giving yeah. him shit. It's Patrick. No, uh, <laughs> no, so, no a this good is dude. Patrick. No, this is Patrick. <laughs> Either way, we're we're still the the day is going to come where you're going to be geared up, you're going to be g'd up from the feet up, and this there. podcast is going to be ripping tourney three three v three tourneys in no time. Oh, yeah, a little, dude, little chill, be so sick, real life yeah, chill action, a little real life chill action. Uh, but let's keep it moving. We've got a lot to talk about. We, we missed a week full of of quite yeah. We need to hop to it. Amazing stuff. So. Uh, we're going to kick it over. One big shout out to uh, all of our sponsors, all of our friends that support us. Obviously, the range um, at the was it at 
underscore the range on Instagram. At, at the range, the range underscore, underscore golf. golf. I'm so shit with that one. Uh, obviously, Conway and Banks, head over to Conway and Banks, type in uh, code WADA Hockey, um, gets you a nice little discount, gets us a kickback. Make sure to check out that link on our link tree. It takes you directly to it. Uh, obviously, cannot forget about Sauce Toss. Check out saucetoss.com right in time for the holidays. Wada Hockey code gets you 10% off your order, which is a nice little chunk of change. Uh, and then, of course, Texas Hockey Apparel. Uh, that being said, uh, we, we talked about Conway and Banks already, but uh, Jason has the full rundown because I would be remiss to not hear more about Conway and Banks because now, hopefully by this Friday, the day after this releases, I will be, I will be bagged up. Sporting the 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 goal light red Conway and Banks bag. Jason, tell me a little bit more about it. Well, I know you're not looking to replace your old moldy bag because you I just sure was. Did it. But you were. Uh, so you know you did what Fink does, and uh, Fink went to the link in our bio. He he went to the Conway and Banks link in our bio. They make premium quality bags that are definitely built to last. Uh, they include removable organizers to keep all your gear organized. And they keep everything dry with that waterproof material and those giant vents on the side. I'll tell you guys, I haven't really taken my pads out of the bag since I've had it. Because those vents on the side really do air it out. So That's exciting. Um, I like, I like yeah, just, I kind of open the bag, take my jerseys out, pop them in. Obviously, I take the unders out because you got to do that. That's, that is a must. Uh, but yeah, man, my f- personal favorite feature, y'all, is the built-in ah, footmat that keeps my feet dry in those wet, nasty locker rooms. They come in three yeah. different sizes and colors, so you'll be sure to find one that you love. Get 10% off using code WHATAHOCKEY10 and get your gear to the rink in style. Style, 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 style. Oh, one more thing before we do jump into it all the way, because we didn't say it because I skipped over the read and that's my fault, but... Uh, my favorite part of the range is the Smash Factor. Announcement, you can get your Smash Factor tallied, I'm sure, at Tup's Brewery. Oh. I don't know where that is, to be honest with you, but they will be there on Friday from Tup's 4 to in, 8 uh, p.m. Up near McKinney. It's in McKinney. Yeah. It's yeah, really good. Brewery. Well, if you'd yeah. like to go on Friday and play some golf in the tap room, they will be there. Go Very check cool. it out. Yeah. Get your, your Smash Factor on. Tell him Pat from Water Hockey sent you. Maybe he'll give you some teas or something. I don't know. Smash Factor. <laughs> <laughs> well. We got a lot to get been, to. It's been a while. It's been a while since we talked uh, to the French Fries. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. With so much going on in the NHL, particularly with the Stars, uh, unfortunately, we don't have too much time to chat about the Americans. Uh, they're really in the midst of an up and down season to start. Uh, you know, it's Oschuk and uh, Costello, their top line. They're in the top five scoring forwards uh, in the ECHL. So to be expected, um, Antoine Bubo was hurt, unfortunately, while they were on the road. Uh, you know, he was a huge acquisition, a huge upgrade and goal. Um, not to take anything away from Murat, but, you know, you've got a guy with four NHL games under his belt, as well as countless AHL games. It's just a huge loss when you lose that experience after just joining the team for what felt like, I think, his second full game. But that being said, last time we talked, 
we went back and looked at the standings was right around Tuesday, November 16th. The Stars had just defeated the Red Wings by a score of 5-2. to two. We actually, this is the last time we recorded because it was on a Tuesday, and we were feeling fine. Five goals by this team? Holy wow. Back-to-back against first the Flyers, then the Red Wings, who were both very young, uh, hungry teams, particularly the Red Wings with the youth. The Flyers definitely with that uh, that veteran court they have, Keith Yandel over there, Salk. But then some shit hit the fan. Uh, Riley Tufty had been brought up from the Texas Stars, friend of the show. We had him on, great dude, scratching and clawing to get to the NHL. Had been for what felt like forever uh, since his draft in 2016. And then the Stars had a game scheduled in Minnesota against the Wild on Thursday, November 18th. And as it stands, what we were told after the fact, now if you hadn't heard, long story short, Tufty basically emptied his bank account, all of his bonus to be bring to be brought up to the NHL. He spent on friends and family uh, to go to this game in Minnesota, where he is from, where he was born and raised. Uh, and he even had a friend kind of help cover the bill too, because he basically tapped himself out of his entire uh, bonus for being brought up. Then a few hours before the game, head coach Rick Bonus would let everyone know, and by, say, a few hours, I mean within the hour before the game because Riley Tufty was in warm-ups, he would say that Tufty was a healthy scratch. And it was much to the confusion of everyone, uh, I'm sure Tufty in particular, who handled the entire situation like a true professional. Uh, but the excuse at the game time decision was that bonus wanted Kibi Ronta who had not played in a couple games and they wanted his speed uh, and his quickness in the game because you know uh, a 20 some a middle 20 year old kid who's playing in his first NHL game in his hometown isn't going to skate his fucking ass off that's besides the point that being said fast forward then we were told that it was a COVID precaution with some false positives that ended up being negatives Uh, and either way just a real dick move, a real Mike Babcock against Mike Madonna type move, keeping him from playing the game that would have been probably his most important at that certain point in his career. Maybe not so much with Madonna winning the Stanley Cup, but getting that thousandth game that he never got to play. It's just, I'm going to kick it over to you, Jason, first and foremost, because I think I have an opinion on this now that we fast forwarded in a couple weeks, but I'm going to kick it over to you, Jason. How did that feel at the time? Because... If anything, it just caused a whole fire bones movement. I initially was in the in the defense, like uh, I was defending bones. I was like, no, like kind of. I'm foreshadowing a little bit, but you know, I 100% no longer agree with it. Uh, okay. You know, you have to know your team and what's going to motivate them. He is a young kid. Uh, you know, this is going to boost his confidence and, and you got to start thinking long-term for it. Not just, all right, we need to get uh Kivaranta back on the ice, you know, and, and possibly boost that. Like, cause you brought up good point, you know, uh, he's young, 20 something year old, uh, young guy still in the league quick as hell. Like he's going to still have the same speed that Kivaranta will bring. And so, much bigger, much bigger than Kivaranta. Boom. So it, I've actually kind of switched my my ideas of, of it. I, like I said, I initially was like, nope, 
Yeah, you gotta do what's best for their team. Mm-hmm. But hindsight now, like we're we're like a week removed from it. No, nah, man, you should have let you should have let that kid play. Like that's gonna kill your chemistry in the locker room. Obviously, it hasn't. Right. Uh, I mean, they seem to really have kicked it into gear now. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, whatever. He's the head coach. That's why he gets paid the big bucks and. I'm still no longer. I, I mean, I've never been on the Firebones trail, and I still hate that people are on it. But it is what it is. We're we're a hockey podcast, and I'm gonna fight this to the death. That I still think that last year was a shit year for Bones, not necessarily because of any decisions that he made. He did the best with what he was given in the situations we talked about. He had the the like 40 games in like 60 days, whatever it was, that ridiculous fucking number. Yep. Um, so it was just it was a shit season. Like. It, there wasn't much he could do from it. So I will always say Bones is – I'm team Bones always. Okay. So anyways. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Patrick, I know that talking about head coaching right now is a sore subject for you, but because we are on the topic, I have to ask, uh, how did you feel, obviously, in the moment, and how do you feel – and it's almost almost two weeks fully removed from this now. I'm still firmly on fire bonus train. Okay. Because I think his rationale was bullshit. You know, we're on a four-game win streak right now. Mm-hmm. And I didn't agree with his decision to put Holtby in, even though he's playing well tonight. But um, when he said, oh, my assistant coaches told me the other guys were in and they made the call, it's like, okay, well, you're the head coach, dude. You can make the call. That's who, my... who wears the pants in this relationship? Yeah, that was my biggest problem, Like. Dude, you make the decisions about who lines up where, who plays when, and that whole oh, it's too big of a, too big of a, a scene for him. No, dude, like he's been playing in front of Minnesota fans his entire life growing up, and to get the chance to play in front of them against their team mm-hmm. in what like his fourth, third NHL game, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. He is, you're not going to find anybody that's going to skate harder than that. Like you said, Fink. And I disagreed with his reasoning pretty heavily, and I still don't think it was that great of an idea. Um, Obviously, it wasn't. They got slaughtered 7-2 to two in Minnesota. It is ironic, though, that the outcome was different from 2019 when we flipped the ter- tables on Minnesota to kickstart our season after the 1-7-1 and one start. But for the second time in as many years, it looks like Minnesota has given us a boost without even realizing it. So thanks, I guess. Yeah, they have definitely turned turned things around quite a bit. Um, Another guy, too, that we need to talk about that did not play that night, who you said is not playing tonight. Again, always recording on Tuesdays, releasing on Thursdays, unless something else comes up. Uh, We're watching the Stars play the Hurricanes while recording this, and Braden Holtby is in net. Uh, that means that your backup is Jake Ottinger tonight, who also did not play in Minnesota, where he is from. So that's another one. As Let's Rupe fucking Hintz, go! Rupe Hintz just buries another one. I'm really hoping they don't review this for him being offsides. It doesn't look I think like he was they are. Yeah, uh, but Rupe Hintz has been on an absolute tear. Before getting too much further ahead of myself, uh, Rupe Hintz scored within the first 75 seconds of this game and the last game making Rupe Hintz the 34th player in the NHL history and the first since Jamie Benn in 2013 and 14 
on April 5th and 6th of that year to score in the opening 75 seconds in consecutive games. Only one player in league history did so in three straight contests. That was Johnny Gagnon, three games played from January 24th to February 1st, 1931 with Montreal. Uh, Rupe has turned it on all cylinders, but before we get too too far off the subject, uh, yeah, Jake Ottinger didn't play. Riley Tufty didn't play, and looking back on it now, Riley Tufty has been you know sent back down. He's back with the Texas Stars of the AHL, uh, and you know now I'm at the time I was fire bones all the way. I was fire bones. I'm sick of this. Uh, you just got throttled seven to two. You had a kid that would have given you momentum, and you decided to go to a completely different direction uh, with someone who. No, nothing against him. I love Kiwi Ronta. Obviously, what he did against the Colorado Avalanche to send us into the Western Conference Finals against the Vegas Golden Knights in the bubble was astronomical for us as a team. Uh, but Kiwi Ronta has underperformed, to say the least, this season. Maybe that's just because of the lines that he's been on. He does have some flashes here and there. He's been throwing the body a lot for his size, which is very, very refreshing. Um, but now that I look back on it, um, again, I have a love-hate relationship with the Stars fan base because of the football team that's also in town in Dallas. There is such a blow this team up or this team is going all the way mentality. The negativity that surrounds this fan base is unreal. It's unparalleled in so many other fan bases around the country, up into Canada with the different teams and different countries. It's just frustrating because it makes it not fun to be a part of because of how down people get on this team in certain ways. And guess what? Riley Tufty is a great dude. We had him on the podcast. Do I want him back up with the Dallas Stars? If it helps them, absolutely. Because not only does it give the team credibility, guess what? It gives us as a podcast credibility. But I'm also a guy who knows when a person is not in a fit in this system. Tufty is not in, uh, he's not a fit in this system right now. And it shows because this team is on an absolute tear. They're not just beating mediocre teams. They're beating teams like the Avalanche, like the Blues, like the fucking Oilers. Oh, boy. The Oilers, who have the Oilers, two of the arguous, arguably most talented players on the face of the planet, yeah. and you beat them 4-1. to one. You stopped a streak of Connor McDavid scoring, in, I don't know how long, over a month of scoring. Seven, 17 right? games. 17 consecutive games, Connor McDavid had a point, and the Dallas Stars, of all teams who floundered like a dying fish on a shoreline, were the team that not only stopped them, they did it in a defiant manner. And they're doing it to teams again. They had the Avalanche at home. They scored two goals in a matter of the first two minutes of the game. Shout out to Joe Pavelski for his 400th of all time. Mm -hmm. And then they go on a back-to-back night to Arizona. And don't get me wrong, Arizona is the worst team in this league. But when you're going on a back-to-back home-and-away night uh, travel schedule and you go and you play in a game in Arizona and you get the win 3-2, to two, and it's a grimy win. It wasn't a flashy win by any means. What I'm saying is chill the fuck out. I get that people have favorite players. I get that you guys were excited that he was brought up. But that was at that point in time. And it's obvious that at this point in time, this team does not need him. And I hate to say that because I like him. And I think that he has a position in a team elsewhere. But is it with the Dallas Stars right now when they're healthy? No. Is it when the Dallas Stars are a little beat up? Maybe. But if that means that 
we don't see him for the rest of the season and then he gets shipped off somewhere else or he signs a contract somewhere else. I hope that he does well somewhere else. It's not like Valerie Nachushkin where he just didn't show up. Valerie Nachushkin quit on his team. God, what a disappointment that guy was. Absolutely. Riley Tufty, on the other hand, just didn't have the opportunities to get into this club at the right time. And I don't know why. I don't know how. But you know what? If the only times we got to see him play were earlier this season in a Stars uniform, then I think it's an awesome story. I will be forever grateful for the time that he gave us. But this fan base has just got to chill the fuck out every now and then. Sorry. That was a sassy synopsis that I did not expect to go on. Because things are good right now. Things are really good right now. Hey, man. Sometimes you uh, you got to sass it up a little bit. But that being said, before we move on to our next subject, we've talked about this before. Win or lose, Bones could go on and win the Stanley Cup. I do not see him returning to this team next year. Uh, I don't know if he returns to a bench next year. Quite I don't honestly. know if he's going to be putting on the set set ever again. No. <laughs> so I don't know that he'll have to apologize to the people at Fox Sports that write his checks. But yeah, and that's a that's a line drive <laughs> to center. Do you think over the wall. Castellanos is going to have any other success in his career? I mean, he played really well last year from what I saw. Like, he's a good baseball player. He just that wasn't even his first uh that wasn't even his first 40 um no, that was his fuck, what am I trying to say? He had another one where they were like in the middle of a an obituary almost during the game for some oh, coach's dad who yeah. died or somebody who died and he just bombed Came one to the left here. field right in the middle of it. Cassianos <laughs> has hit multiple and they home just runs. break away. Yeah. He's hit, he's hit, no, he's legit hit multiple home runs when there's been like some kind of catastrophe or bad thing happening. Yeah. On there. Where people are like, Nick Cassianos hit a. Or like, yeah, like Nick, Nick Cassianos hit, hit, hit a three run home run into deep left center. Uh, also, there was a tall car pile up <laughs> in San Francisco. Uh, no one was no one was Ooh, killed, thankfully. Trip. But yeah, it, it, which uh, speaking of, we'll get into some baseball <laughs> comparisons here in a little bit. But we are North Texas boys, and there is a certain uh, baseball team up here uh, that maybe baseball. The uh, baseball has been Betty 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 good to me. Uh, that being said, we're going to get into some, some baseball comparisons here in just a little bit. What's up, water hockey fans and football fans? I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. Ask the Cowboys fans how they feel about that. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets that easy if sportsbook isn't available in your state like it isn't here in tejas you can still get in on the nfl action everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings daily fantasy sports contests and DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit so if you're not in texas and you want to get in on this Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. 
If they score, you score with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. You got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And as always, let's get back to the show. Uh, one certain thing, and I'm sure you guys have seen it. Been some, it's, been some, it's been a weird time in the NHL overall. Uh, Brandon Lemieux, who was subsequently suspended today for five games, bit Brady Kachuk, and Brad Marchand let Artemi Panarin know that no one in Russia likes him. So Panarin rifled his glove at him from the bench to the other bench. This was hilarious. It was one of the the funniest scenes I've ever seen in the sport of hockey. And then Marchand was also suspended for three games for a slew foot. Even though P.K. Supan and the New Jersey Devils slew foot our eyes with those dog shit third Jersey jerseys, and Supan is a clown in this league, will be better off when he's doing off-ice work, plain and simple. I read that verbatim because I was in a moment when I wrote that. So thoughts on the glove toss, the slew foot that was actually called, even though Supan has slew foot three different people this season and not been fined for it or suspended uh, that I know of. Uh, and the bite heard around the world. Let's uh, let's go in reverse order, okay. according to our run sheet here. The, uh, the, the bite on Brady Kachuk is kind of hilarious. And if I remember correctly from what I saw, Brady Kachuk's face was also hilarious. And he just has a real punchable face. I'm not condoning biting, but if you really had to bite somebody, like he's probably a good candidate for it, in my opinion. While we're on this particular one, why aren't we calling this like Tyson Tysoning him? Like he Tysoned his ear. Like we don't have to keep saying he bit his ear off. Like well, we, I mean, we don't have to refer to the the action of the biting and where it was. We could just call it Tysoning. You just got that Tyson'd. is true. Mike Tyson does kind of have a monopoly on ear bites. I mean, yeah, but this up was, until this, this was point, a... he was the only other athlete who bit somebody else in the ear. But this was a fingy bite. He bit his fingies. Yeah, well, biting in general, just don't bite other. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I see your point, Fink. Yeah, I think Tysoning may need to be reserved for ear bites only. Okay. Yeah, ear nibbles, ear nibs. Okay. Yeah, this I'm was a fingy bite. My wife later. Yikes! <laughs> Yo! Sorry. What a hockey after dark. How are you? Uh, man, it's it's nine fifteen now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you, McLovin? It's nine fifteen. <laughs> I told her what time it is. <laughs> oh jeez! Oh man! Uh, let's go on to the second one, the Marshand slew foot. I didn't, I didn't see that one. To be quite honest, it with was you. it was a slew foot, and uh, it was against the Canucks. Uh, I want to say it was. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name on the Canucks, and I feel terrible because I've seen the clip a couple times. And it was a slew foot. Guy went into the boards, but he was able to protect himself. Um, but it just felt like there's a double standard because Supan has blatantly uh been on the giving end of slew footing uh and not not been punished for it and supan is known for that around the league every fandom known that knows that he's a dirty shit player who doesn't step up to answer the call because he's a pussy sorry i said it he's a p-word only say it once so we don't get monetized or whatever YouTubers say. Demonetize, uh, yeah. Yeah, demonetize. So 
yeah, Supan's a kind of a bitch, and but off ice, I love him. I think he's great for the sport. So, Jason, how do you feel about everything? The last thing I'll leave it to you with the 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 rifle of the glove from bench to bench. Uh, honestly, that was one of the top ten sports moments for me. I yeah, love like that was so funny. Yeah, I love moments like that. Uh, uh, unpopular, pretty, like, yeah. pretty great throw with his offhand too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like unpopular opinion, I love Marshan. I love him. I'm, I'm with <laughs> you, man. Like he isn't wrong, me, man. <laughs> Just because you guys, I think he's, have a, I think he's a bitch, but you know, every every team has a bitch. Oh yeah, yeah. Got, I mean, if you, you ask literally it. any other team about us, it's Jamie Ben. So right. Jamie yeah. Ben is like Satan yeah. incarnate, according to some fan bases. Yeah, that's fair. That's is fair. He? I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. We don't have a. Uh, we don't have really. He's like the lovable asshole, you know, like the the guy. He, you hate him when he's on another team, but when he's on your team, he's like the greatest guy in the world. He's like the yeah. Brady of I well. I don't. Marshall. I think Brady's kind of reached think... that spot in life where uh, it's kind of hard to hate Brady just in exactly. general. Exactly. Have to uh, respect it. Sharp jaw too. Roethlisberger, maybe uh, that guy. Like I hate that guy. I hate him too. He's also, he's I also hate Ben. He's becoming yeah. irrelevant. Yeah. So, I don't hate Ben. ben. I just think he needs to lose some weight and get the fuck off our team. Yeah. I think retirement's coming for him very soon. Please uh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then yeah, uh, PK is just a little bitch. So. Yeah. Yeah. Those it- jerseys. How do you feel about those? Because we've been we haven't had a a good jersey chat for a okay. Moment. So I made that line whenever we were talking uh, to AJ about that. Uh, uh, about the when I was trying to say like what is your favorite New Jersey jersey, and yeah, yeah, we talked about that. I mean Anyways, that that one jersey. is the New Jersey jersey, right? It's like they the, heard that to the truest sense of the word, and that it is labeled jersey, jersey. Yeah, and I Crazy. liked all I liked all the jokes about like they're going to come out with helmets labeled helmet and gloves and pants. The official the official New Ikea. Jersey Devils no. Twitter account released a well they released a picture of a hat and in the same font just said hat. So they're they're embracing the fact that this is a stupid move on there. That was part. pretty cool too because I think all of the proceeds from the hat hat are like going to their foundation or whatever or their a charity That's in the solid. area. Hat. Oh man. Well, Mr. Hat. So you're gonna get shit on for a bit. You might as well just go all in on the bit. They're going all in. But uh, back to some stars talk. Like we said before, the stars are on an absolute tear right now. As it stands, at the end of the second period here on Tuesday night, your stars are up on. Arguably the best team in hockey, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, two to zero. Granted, the Hurricanes have been affected by COVID. Um, they are they are missing their top two defensemen and Tony D'Angelo. Uh, Ethan Bear is not playing right now, so they are a little thin on the blue line. But nonetheless, they are still one of, if not the best team in hockey right now. The record shows it. Ottinger, he's back. Now you've got three goaltenders all in the NHL. You're cycling through all of them. Holtby's playing very well right now. Knock on wood that he finishes it strong in his 500th game. Patrick, I know that you said something about this earlier, but yeah, I'm going to kick it over to you. And we've talked about this before. What is going on and what happens with this team and this goaltending? Right now, it looks like Hudobin's the odd man out. And I think what I would probably do is... I'd play this strategically 
anticipate keeping Ottinger, who in my opinion should probably be 1A and Holt B as 1B. But at some point, go to go to Otter and tell him, look, dude, you're going to sit this one out. We're playing Arizona again, who is not good. Right. And you, as much as I love Hudobin, he has been not great this season. So I think what you do is send him out there against a bad team, build up some confidence, maybe have a, a one-goal win, ideally. Ship him off immediately. Here's what you can do. I don't know if teams would fall for that, but I would try and do a temporary value raise on him just to show that he does have it and then try and ship him out. Yeah, Dobby has definitely struggled in some statistics so bad so that he's in the bottom tier of the league for the games that he's played. Uh, Jason, same question. What do you do? Do you do the same thing? Do you try and build Dobby's uh stock back up or do you do kind of what the senators did with matt murray and place him on waivers and see if he clears i think you have to place him on waivers you can't take the chance that we're going to break any sort of chemistry that we have like right now i mean we're on a a a solid win streak right now we need to continue to keep that momentum up uh you know we have had flashes of like one or two games but like this is this is something that's unheard of from this current stars lineup and it just seems like they're firing on all set of cylinders, so you may not want to throw that wrench in it to kind of break up that monotony, if you will. Yeah, of, and I'm looking on. Flow. I'm looking on. Adobe, I'm looking on Adobe's uh, Cap Friendly. Shout out to Cap Friendly because it's one of the best websites in the world for for hockey knowledge. Uh, I don't. Well, I take that back. He does have a no trade clause, so I don't know how that kind of comes into play as far as getting placed on waivers. I don't know. Because obviously right now he does not have a two-way contract. He has a one-way contract solid in the NHL. Um, so he would have to go through waivers. And I don't know. This is something that I don't have a lot of knowledge on. If he were to be placed on waivers and another team pick him up, I don't know how much of the salary that team obtains, if not all of it, or if the Stars would have to obtain or retain some of that salary that he is owed, uh, which he has two years left on his contract after this year. At three point three 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 million, going into the season of twenty two twenty three, uh, but yeah, so that's where we're at right now. Uh, that being said, Ottinger four and zero right now with a one point two one saves against. He's only allowed five goals in four games, and again, these are against some of the best teams in the NHL. His goals against average is a stout one point two six with a save percentage of nine point five nine. That's stupid. Dude, it's that's that's dumb absolutely insane that's why i picked him up on my fantasy team not a big deal yeah i was Again, i was late to that uh, i was I'm late surprised, to that party. very very surprised that he was not snatched up um, another milestone uh rick bonus is in his 2500th game uh tonight on tuesday against the carolina hurricanes all these people wanted him to miss out on this milestone yeah yeah this would have been like the, the reverse babcock <laughs> Reverse Babcock. Uh, <laughs> so before we wrap things up, we got a couple more things for you. Like we said earlier in the show, the Texas Rangers have spent half a billion with a B billion dollars over the last billion. week. Uh, shoring up their midfield with Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager amongst a few other moves. So it poses the question, what move 
And let's say within the salary cap, because obviously with baseball, there is no salary cap. So it's not like we can go to Ovechkin and say, hey, here's $200 million. Come play for us for 10 years. Because that's just, it's not, it wouldn't happen. It can't happen. It's, it's, it's not feasible. But what move would the Stars have to make within the guidelines uh, of, of the salary cap that would basically have the same gravitas as these two moves that have been made? Uh, Jason, I'm going to kick it over to you and you don't have to go through like a whole cap thing, but just assuming that Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan's contract is gone, Alexander Radulov and Joe Pavelski's contracts are gone and we're moving into next season. And you're like, these are the two names or this is the big name where if they went after and somehow got them, I'd be like, holy shit, this team is right back at the top of the NHL. I'll hang up and listen. I think you got to go with like a big one, man. You got to go with like McDavid. Or something like that. Yeah. Like you you have to. Like, I mean, that's what that's what's gonna entice him is the money. And obviously, like we said, we're not gonna really go into cap room versus non cap room and yeah. And um non cap because yeah. Because I mean, hell if we could, yeah, like you said, drop a billion dollars to go get Ovechkin if the management's willing to pay for it. And then, you know, Washington's just gonna come back, well, we'll give you a billion one. So just stay right here. Yeah. So, so I mean you know, baseball is kind of a pissing contest with money. It's so uh, and who's uh, who's got it. But it, you know, hey, it's good to see that the Rangers are spending right now. But we're not a baseball podcast. We're not. Um, uh, this is this is a hockey centric. But I felt like it needed to be said because half a billion dollars in any sport for essentially right now four players. four players. Yeah, uh, which could be more. They tendered a couple guys, so they're at thirty six out of forty players on their major league roster. We're a hockey podcast. Uh, but that means that there are more moves to be made. It's very, very early in the offseason. Mm-hmm. If Clayton Kershaw comes back to Texas, holy Hell shit. Yeah, baby. The chill is so going up and down my body. Only like to see at least like two to three year contract, but I don't need to see same, same. 10 years for $800 million. Yeah, same. But would be worth uh, it. <laughs> Patrick, what about you? What's uh, what is your what are your one or two guys that you could see from around the NHL that would kind of give you the same feeling of holy shit? I can't believe these believe these guys are coming to Dallas. Um, so I was gonna actually compare not somebody the Rangers signed for like impact and money value. I was gonna say the Scherzer deal is probably what I would um, oh align God. with somebody like McDavid. For those that don't know, Scherzer got uh, three years, hundred and thirty. I want to say forty-three million a year. Yeah, sounds about right. Highest uh, AAV of any contract in the MLB, which is crazy because he's like thirty-seven. Um, I was gonna say, kind of comparing, say Corey Seager, I would probably go a step below, but still really good. In you said McDavid, I'd say probably dry sidle would be an apt comparison mm-hmm. somebody that will change a team but he's not connor mcdavid facts so i think that's probably and, and you're right it is so hard to compare because the dmlb has a soft salary cap in the form of a luxury tax mm-hmm. but if your owner's pockets are deep enough i suppose you can probably just ignore it if you really want to even though i think it is a compounding tax that uh just goes up in value as um as you go over it but 
yeah, man, it's nice to see the Rangers doing something. And I guess, let's see, what what was Marcus Simeon's deal? Do you all know six, top of seven, hand? Six, seven years, 200-something million. Okay. Well, it's, it's a very, they're both very big deals, like long-term deals. Like we're talking in the six to eight-year range, which ironically enough, Jack Hughes of the New Jersey Devils, another eight-year, $8 million deal he signed today because yeah. – what is happening with the NHL and these eight year, $8 million deals? I do not know. Um, sweet spot, I guess. I guess yeah, Simeon I guess. did seven for 175. That's probably uh, about in line with like a with Sagan's contract relationally, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. proportionate wise. I, I would see, I would see similar to what you guys are talking about. For me, it would be a guy. Probably along the lines of a McKinnon, a McKinnon and McCarr coming over to the Stars. That's a good comparison. Just a massive, I didn't think about and a, them. And a massive trade where you get Sagan and you know Ben. They come, they're just playing lights out, but they don't want to be here no more. And you trade off McKinnon and McCarr over here. Not that that would ever happen, but you know, that's to me that having just the thought of McCarr and Heiskanen on the same line. Uh, McKinnon and Rupe or McKinnon and Garyanov skating down the ice because those are these only kind of guys that can match each other's speeds in that in that regard. God, could you just imagine a line with the speed of Hints, McKinnon, and Garyanov? Like you Dude, just can't, you couldn't be able to you stop. Wouldn't even, yeah. And that's, There's literally no way to slow him down. <laughs> so that at least be, in the confines of the rules. Yeah, exactly. You would have to be uh, you'd have to be quite assertive in a very uh, peculiar way. But yeah, so it just is an exciting time in North Texas, obviously, uh, for baseball fans, uh, for hockey fans. Can't really say the same about basketball right now uh, and football. They're a little bit on the downside. But that being said, there there are ways to entertain yourself here in North Texas. There is a, a new segment that one of our french fries offered up to us that i think is a fantastic way to round out the show so dad jokes all around everyone's got their dad jokes and i need the french fries to vote on these shoot us the dms however you want us to to vote with are you however you guys want to vote on it maybe we'll do a vote you know a little survey uh but that being said uh dad jokes i'll i'll lead it off because i am not married uh so i don't have that on patrick nor am i uh, married with children uh so technically the only real dad on here uh is jason um patrick you have animals so you mean a dog father if you will um Indeed. i have neither i have a brother um uh, who lives here uh but you know uh, we pay even rent but uh my <laughs> My dad joke, you know, I don't get why Marvel doesn't just use the Hulk to advertise more. He's basically just one big banner. (laughs) (laughs) Nerd joke. Okay. Okay. Snaps. Snaps. (laughs) I like that one. That was a good one. (laughs) All right, Patrick. Turning it over to you before we turn over to uh, Real Dad. Did you guys hear about the cheese factory that exploded in France? Oh, no. Tell me more. 
I bet there was De- debris everywhere. Debris was Shit, everywhere. Sorry. Oh no, you stole the punchline. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's oh. all right. What a wild start to dad jokes. All right, go all ahead, right. actual dad. All right, actual oh, dad. Oh, man. Whenever me and my dad drive past a graveyard, he's like, do you know why I can't be buried there? And we all say, why not? And he always like, because I'm not dead yet. But then whenever I drive past it and I'm talking to him, I was like, you know what? People are just dying to get in that place. <laughs> oh, man. Multi-line so multi uh, dad joke. Good one. Yeah, that's a good one. So, yeah. Uh, that's our new uh, that's our new way to wrap up the show. We don't have any razorisms right now. We're gonna we're probably gonna get more as time goes on. Even better if we could just get him on the show. But uh, yeah, dad jokes of the week. You guys let us know which one is the uh, which one is the goat, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll figure out some kind of award or something along those lines. Uh, we'll figure something out. Uh, yeah, we'll figure something out. We always do, but. We're so happy to be back. Uh, we've got some new stuff coming out for you uh, with our sideshow, Extra Sauce. We've got another episode coming out in the next couple weeks uh, with Tommy Daniels, the voice of the Allen American. So definitely keep an eye out for that or an ear out because we're a podcast. Yeah, dad jokes. Here you go. That being said, guys, we did it. We're back. The French fries have been fulfilled. The French fry, the bucket of French fries has been filled back up. Patrick, let them know. Stay sassy. As always, and wish me luck in Vegas this weekend. Oh, shit. Ooh, Let's go. Vegas is not ready for this. Cannot wait to hear about this trip. Second time in three months, man. Living the high oh, life. God, Dude, these days. I may need you to endless. place a bet for me. All I'm I'm send, it over, go, send it over. I mean, if it's going to a bowl game, I just need to figure out which one now and place a nice little bet on it. Armed Forces Bowl. No, it'll probably be Heart of Dallas or yeah, the first the the Lockheed one was projected as in, well in Frisco. Yeah. Oh. No, I think that was in Fort Worth. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Rebel, rebel, Anyways, rebel, rebel. Good luck to him. You guys. You guys just stay moist out there. Ooh, ooh. Except for when you have your Conway and Banks foot pad. Exactly. Uh, and it just feels so good to be back. I don't even. I don't even need to be snazzy about it. Don't forget your Kramer tattoos. Miss you guys. Miss you too. This is fun. Miss you too.